Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys. This is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I'm an all-league wrestling referee. I'm going to J.R. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. <laughs> this show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign night. That's a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great place to start. Welcome, everyone, to this week's One Fall Show. I'm your host, Chuck Bean. I'm joined by my compadres, my friends, who all enjoy the wrestling biz, some more than I do these days. Mm. But uh, looking forward to talking to you guys about what has happened in the week of professional wrestling. Starting off with, you know, I'm going to start hot. Starting off with... Our award-winning white woman. Whoa. The the fulcrum around which our entire universe rotates. Whoa. Um, she she is an award-winning speaker, award-winning listener. She is Jack to the Kills. She's Erica Bennis. Well, thank you. Hi. She's happy also birthday! She's happy, happy, happy birthday. Also happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Girl. It's Christmas! I am No, it's yeah. birthday. It's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, you know, it, it, it's funny because uh, people were asking me like, "You got big plans tonight?" I go, "I'm gonna go record a podcast with my my buddies." I almost asked. I'm you like, know? "Yo, are we still are we on still for tonight?" I actually spent the afternoon expecting that you probably had plans and forgot to tell us. I no, I had and nothing. I wouldn't have been angry. No, I I had nothing. Uh, because it's just like, okay, I'm 36. Uh, like what am I, like what am I gonna do? Go out to the club? Am I gonna go to the club? Gonna you go, might go wild on a Tuesday night. Hey, you never know. Uh, yeah, but extreme. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, I you got w- a husband. I, you're married. I mean, I wish, but that kid of mine, who I adore, barely leaves the house, and it's really hard to engage in like, Intercourse. you know, loud relations. Loud. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff. Emphasis on loud there, by the so, way. Exactly. <laughs> so with surprise, I'm a screamer. Need a wiggle room. Are we shocked? Oh, you need a wiggle room. <laughs> I'll show you wiggle room. It's funny. Okay, on, on topic of that, there is a show that I binged on Netflix uh, that just dropped maybe about a week or so ago. It's called How to Build a Sex Room. Ooh. And it's literally just hey. like, it's a home renovation show. Justin, but, I didn't know you had a show on Netflix. I Not yet. Yeah, I honestly am going to check this out. It's fascinating. They stole my idea. Honestly, yeah. it's a fascinating <sighs> program. Uh, and the the I would love to know just the budget on all the toys. Sure. Because yeah, like, I got a few kinks. Because <laughs> all of the all of the rooms came equipped with like new gadgets and doodads. And I'm like, they spent thousands upon thousands of dollars just on Butt plugs. Let's I see if we that. can affect your Google algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me cover my phone. Yeah, right. Well, I wonder how much sex toys cost. You know how your Facebook ads are. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I don't know how. Butt plug turn- from Wish. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't know how turned on I would be with uh, the terms. Was it gadgets and and what was that? Doodads. Is it gadgets and doodads? Doodads. Get the doodads and hey, let's do it. Hey, like, dear, you want to play with some doodads? Ultra violence. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's my birthday, and I'm here with you guys. And like, honestly, you know, thank you for spending your birthday with not us. Not a problem. Well, there's there will be a shindig to be named later, and I'm sure y'all will be invited. Nice. So, so hooray. Also joined by uh, the host of the currently on hiatus JV yes. Sports Talk PPV pod. He is Mr. Justin Valentine. Guys, I got the worst swerve. That was horrible grammar. Worst swerve ever with that situation because I got my laptop back on Friday. Yeah. And that same monitor 
started flickering over the weekend. Oh. So the podcast was going to be back next week for SummerSlam, right. and now I am targeting Labor Day you said weekend. That, you said that same oh. monitor. Your laptop has one monitor, right? And yeah, the, and well, that's the, it, that's, they they replaced it. And I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, now it's broke again. It's, you don't want to torch them publicly. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> torch Geek Squad and Best Buy publicly. But you guys <laughs> replaced my damn monitor. I spent three hundred bucks. And right. Then, it starts flickering a day after I pick it up. That's. I'm uh, like, hey, uh, so it's not fixed yet. So they took it again. Now no extra cost, of course. If you want, me I'm and Shawnee will. Me and Shawnee will guest host your your GV Sports without me, <laughs> without you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not for a WWE show. Consider, yeah, considering not the two of WWE us, show. Ne- neither one of us is probably looking forward Boom, to SummerSlam. It's going to be a yeah, shit right. suck. That's great. the whole show. Yeah, it's going to be a great <laughs> right there. JV Sports. Yeah. Like so I am uh, now targeting the busy Labor Day weekend that we will have between yes. uh, d- both WWE and AEW having a pay review Saturday and Sunday so I should have it in time for that and I will return then and of course as always we are joined by my longtime co-host the man who likes to bring up very often not only that this show is morbidly unpopular <laughs> morbid time Chuck but uh, that there are episodes that uh, are missing oh. and we don't know where they went you know I was going through my own laptop over the weekend oh. and I have like a good batch of maybe like 20 episodes from 2018-ish Ooh. that I'm going to have to share with you and see if you want to just add them to the feed. Yeah, we can take 20 weeks off and just play old episodes <laughs> yeah. about old stuff. Talking about NXT and Monday Night Raw. <laughs> NXT Aww. sure is great, isn't it? Right. <laughs> That'd be so I didn't sad. Listen to, I didn't listen to anyone. I just saw them labeled and was like, wait a second. And then I listened to them. I was like, yeah, this is the old show. It's at the house. Nice. <laughs> nice. So yeah, we're here to tell you everything that happened this week in the world of professional wrestling. Justin, I defer to you uh, as we begin because sometimes you have questions. Uh, again, second straight week. Now, here's the situation <laughs> that happened to me today, guys. I don't have excuses. I just need to know if you have questions. I don't. <laughs> All right. But you, I, can I tell you why? Yeah, that's fine. Sure. So I, I you know, prepared these questions during my work day, right? Sure. And I came in and they moved me today. They moved you. They moved me. Where, where are you now? I'm in an office. Oh, yeah, well, that's nice. Oh, you got a door? I got a door. Wow. Where were you before? I was just in a corner. Yeah, it was like a cubicle when you walk yeah. in the hallways. So it's like these cubicles around the corner where like typically there's there's a couple of like promotions people hang yeah. out in there. And, so that'd be me. Yeah. Um, and they moved me. It was not supposed to happen until later this week. And then I walked in this morning and my computer's gone. All your stuff is uh, in place. a different place. I guess it's moving day. So the first like three hours of my day was shifting my world yeah. into the office. That's so all good. Apologies on that front. Well, that's fine. I've got a question for you. Sure. And uh, there are no points to be awarded. That's fine. What happened in WWE this week? Because I haven't watched since friggin' Money in the Bank. <laughs> so you haven't watched since Money in the Bank? No. Okay. Uh, I keep I keep up on Twitter and stuff like that, but no, they uh, uh, I've got better things to do on a Monday and Friday than hey give Vince McMahon my two or three hours. I don't hours. have better things to do, and I still didn't watch it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, you guys are you guys are fantastic, you know. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> you guys. Are no, you're our WWE expert now, because yeah, that's I mean that's fine. I knew that. Because fuck them. I've known that for Woo! a minute. Yeah. Chuck's on uh, fire. Yeah, I know. Seriously, shoot. Your birthday, he's on fire. Yep. <laughs> um, no, uh, no, I mean, just to build the SummerSlam, nothing too outrageous. Of course, most of the talk around WWE this week, this past week, has been the TV 14 situation. Mm, sure. Uh, which has False been, alarm. Has womp, been, womp. Yeah, has been fun to follow our Seth fucking Rollins. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was good. Other good ones stuff. that we had in there that uh, it'd be of, interesting. A lot of good memes. Yeah. 
very interesting if and when that ever happens. Uh, of course, it's not going to be the end all be all. Oh, the product's going to be so much you're better. You're not going to be saved by TV 14. No, you're, you're not going to be saved by blood saved. and violence. No, but I think it is. A, 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 it's the correct term, turn if and when it ever actually happens. I mean, look, wrestling's not meant to be targeted for kids. Kids are going to watch it. Mm -hmm. It is not a kid show. Right. This is why granted John Cena played it beautifully. Right. Sure did. But this is why people started the boo John Cena. Sure. Because why did we fall in love with John Cena? Because in 2004 he came out with his fucking Jersey and his chain and he dropped some and sick raps. Tore people up the way the acclaimed do now. He would do exactly what's getting Max Caster in the, in the acclaimed over right now. And it was scissoring funny. Scissoring everybody. Yeah. Scissoring That's everybody. And <laughs> When it comes to with with that, especially the dramatic change, right? To have Cena coming out and telling people to blow him, and <laughs> then within five years he's wearing, you know, dinosaur. He's wearing, he's wearing army fatigues colors. and like fruity pebbles t-shirts. Yeah, and just like you know, hustle, loyalty, and respect. Love me, kids. And it's like I know they made a shit ton of money. I get it. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's always been necessary. the problem. Is that when I was a child, you know, back before there were cars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, the that reminds me of a Mars Attacks. He's like, must have been people must have been real scared when they invented trains, huh, Grandma? <laughs> She's just not that old kid. Not that old kid. <laughs> uh, but you know, in the Hulk Hogan days, it right. they largely made millions of dollars, if yeah. not billions of dollars, on what they put together as a child's product. Mm -hmm. Right, and, and, and it's it's a different age. It doesn't quite work that way now. It's right. it definitely needs to be more nuanced. Well, and I think it's one of those things where kids are going to watch a product either way. Yes. Kids mm -hmm. watch stuff they're not supposed to and all they, the right. time. Right, and like, that's the thing. is like the, the coolest thing as a kid is watching something you're not sure if you're supposed to be exactly. watching. Exactly, and there are some parents who allow it and say, you know what, you know, some parents have the mindset of, you know what, they're going to learn it anyway, especially today's day where there's the internet, there's, yeah. you know, social media. Kids are learning so much stuff so much younger on their own, whether the parents are allowing them to or not inadvertently so with wrestling it's not it's funny because they had john cena do all that but then you still had storylines that you're just like this is not kid appropriate yes right <laughs> like when john cena started wearing fruity pebbles you still had girls coming out in bikinis like this is not kid appropriate it is not a kid show kids are still gonna watch the show i promise right so the whole pg thing was a huge mistake it's, again, this isn't a turn that's going to be like, oh, man, WWE's about to get so good. But, do you think they're getting rid of the t – they're going to TV 14 because Logan Paul just can't keep his his, uh, his mouth from you know blurting what? out four-letter words? Probably. Uh, you know, that could be, play a role into it. And, again, it, it could just be a thing where it's whoever the realization of, look – this isn't, and then you have AEW, obviously, right? Like AEW is going to influence the fact yeah. that mm -hmm. people, you know, one of the things that, they, that people love about AEW is they're more real, authentic, right? Like it's blood you know, and right? guts, blood and guts and shit and this and that, not actual shit, shit, but the word shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the S word. comes out for everyone but Chuck Taylor. You're right. That's true. Poor right. Chuck Taylor. Poor Chuck. So uh, that's a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see if I can find that. We will get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a positive turn. I mean, it's it's exactly where it should be. I should say it, it should have never it should have never left. Just as a, a, a sidebar, sort of tangentially, uh, the uh, late great uh, uh, um, uh, Roddy Piper had a, a podcast before he died in mm -hmm. the early days of the old podcasts. 
And he had a pretty good thesis that um, essentially the uh, Attitude Era had done everything they could possibly do, right? And and the the way that you keep stringing someone along is you got to give them a little bit more each week, a little bit more, a little bit more. Right. So it, at some point, the decks had to be cleared and PG Era had to be done. Yeah. True. You know, there's probably uh, room for TV 14 where they can still make the billion dollar deals, right? Like, I don't think... Fox and the USA Network are particularly disinterested in it was, it slightly was, raunchy material, right? It was always <laughs> my understanding that the big move to TVPG had like coincided with um, Linda McMahon running for Senate, and you know, obviously that went really well both times. She so when did it. they officially go to PG? Actually, I don't even know. Um, uh, it, 20, it had to be 2008. Three. Yeah, that's See, I would have right. said three oh, or four, but oh eight is probably Cena right. Was, Cena was rapping like that in 06, 07. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So I, it had to be 08. And I, I think another thing that plays a role right now, too. <laughs> I'm glad that Vince McMahon had the respect for his wife to take his product <laughs> and make what it a PG. Guy. Yeah. What a guy. Uh, uh, what a husband. <laughs> Stand up guy. True family uh, man, that so Vince McMahon. <laughs> The, another thing to, to think about, too, is t- TV 14 today should be different than TV 14 back in 2002. I agree. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this does not mean we're going to get the same content that 2001 WWF gave us when, you know, the way they, you know, treated girls and Vince mm-hmm. McMahon's storylines and Vince McMahon in 2005 saying the N-word and so on and so forth. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like... Those so TV fourteen doesn't mean that anymore because I mean the world it should have never let's just right the world has changed right the world has changed and finally understood what the hell is appropriate and what isn't uh, and it should have always been that way so you would hope that's not what that means but then you see AEW that you know because again they have they're they're rating TV fourteen. I believe so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, would, so. I would assume they so. have to be just they for have the to bloody be. masks, <laughs> right? Just yeah, but the so, yeah, just for the blood, yeah. right? So with the rating, but they've actually kind of pushed. We've talked about it on here with Dan Lambert, where they pushed some limits where it's like, all right, guys, no, right? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we'll see. Hopefully, they realize, okay, this doesn't mean we can go out there and be sexist and racist and you know so on and so forth like we were in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. I've always, I, I think I've even said it on the show, but it's been at least a year since I said it. I've always thought that if you were the heel, you can probably cross those lines as long as there is a endpoint to it where even as the heel, you go, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. It ma- that makes sense. The That's only- how South Park has lasted 25 years. <laughs> At the end of every episode, they're like, yeah, we said a lot of awful shit, but, you know, yeah. this little cartoon child's now giving you a fake moral. So the, <laughs> the only issue I have with that is the fact that wrestling is a live show. And, you know, again, this is the stuff we kind of talk about with Dan Lambert. You have a live crowd there. So, yeah, yeah sure, the character will come back and apologize or <laughs> whatever it may be, but on... on Breaking I'm not news, opposed to Dan Lambert apologizing to every fan personally. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where, you know, unfortunately, breaking news, racist and sexist people still right. live out there, right? Yeah. And, you know, I will always go to when I brought uh, my better half to Raw years ago. Sure. Um, and she's Filipino. And it was Alexa Bliss and Asuka in a, a feud. It was heading into the WrestleMania match, I think. 
And Alexa Bliss was making fun of the fact that she, you can't even understand what Asuka's saying. In sure. And that led to, granted, again, it's for a storyline. I get it. Alexa's yeah. just, you know, so on. It's not a knock on Alexa Bliss. But, of course, that led to a bunch of fans in the crowd yelling racist stuff. And right. now I have my poor, beautiful, better well, half yeah, we just, in the middle of a bunch of people yelling racist shit. We yeah. just dealt with something similar at Blood and Guts. Yep. So, yeah. you know, it's, exactly it's, it. it may not, maybe not be racist, but it oh. was definitely offensive. Yes. And that's it. And, and so you can't. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Like I understand that's part of it, and it can make a heel a heel, and so on and so forth. But because it's a live product in front of live people, you can't do that. You yeah. just you can't no, do. That, it. I don't care what rating you are, you can't do it. That that absolutely makes sense. Let me see if I found it here. Hold on just a second. Well, they said they were going to cheat a little bit. This might be a little bit too much. Yeah, they ought to get get rid of these guys. This a chainsaw. A chainsaw. <laughs> It's a little early. You didn't, you didn't get the, it's a chainsaw, but you know, still that was funny. That was fun. That was absolutely that was funny. funny. That shit was, that was good. I, I threw it to you WWE wise because like yes. I could literally just talk about fighter fest night one for 45 minutes and then call it a show. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing crazy to talk about WWE. There. I saw that Ritter there was Seth Rollins. I saw that there was a promo last night where somebody wrote in blood on a mirror. I'm coming to, and obviously Veer is amped up the ultra violence. If that's mm. the case. It's coming again. <laughs> Great. I'm glad Super. they go more than once. That's some stamina. Yeah. Riff up the ultraviolet. Wait, wait so, so Veer now is doing bloody mirrors? I. It's probably another Edge promo. I'm going to be, I hate admitting this on the podcast, but uh -oh. I did not finish Raw. So, Ooh, uh, that's fair. You know, so. Come it, to the dark side. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, so, it. I'm not even getting, I'm not getting into it. That's fine. That's you're fine. Not, I'm, you're not doing it to me. All right, week. fine. I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, so I said, I am coming too. Yeah. <laughs> this is again, I'm just, where's the optimistic no. of the week? Anything? We need a drop for that because this is going to be optimistic. Justin of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. It's again, I, I explained this before that it's the beauty of wrestling. There is wondering if edge is coming back alone. <laughs> there it is. That's your optimism of the there week. There we go. So, of course, those. Oh, he's bringing Gangrel. He's bringing Gangrel. <laughs> if it ends up being Gangrel, I quit. He's bringing, <laughs> he's bringing Jeff Hardy, you know, one of the other guys that uh -oh. was in the brood. Uh oh. Stop it. It'll uh -oh. oh, yeah. work out, brood, right? right? Yeah. Uh, so, what you're saying is he's going to come back with Bray, and Bray's going to beat him up and leave his group. I think it'll That's be. That's his new gimmick. <laughs> Going into retirement is forming factions. I, I, I just want Bray Wyatt back on my TV. I don't care at this point if it's AEW or WWE. I just want that man back on TV. I love I love his work. Uh, so yes, the speculation has been even before that. Edge is. It, it's not just Edge. Right. Even when those first, we knew it was Edge. It's not just Edge. Of mm. course, it's Finn Balor and Damian Priest. So it would make sense to make it a tag team match. So that I actually did not get to that point on Raw. So thank you for that. Um, that would add to that. I don't know, but and it, it goes to who else would it be unless they really do a Gangrel spot. Edge has <laughs> Edge has literally referred back to his time in the Brood what three times since he returned. That's a good point. Like God, this is just this is. I'm not saying it's Gangrel. I'm just like this goes with the other promo where it's just like yeah. look at all these things I've done already. Right. So, but it says I am coming too. 
Yeah, he's coming. It, it, I am coming. T O. He's coming to Madison oh, Square, you... Madison Square Garden oh, next week. So to like finish the sentence, kind yes. of thing. Mm. Oh, I thought it was T O O. No, 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 no. Too no. many forms of two out there. There really is. Uh, so okay, that changes right. my thought. And okay. the only other thing I know from WWE is that apparently Jeff Jarrett gets to be on camera at SummerSlam. Yes. So this Jeff week, Jarrett, uh, this the year. night before, which we'll talk about this Ric Flair <laughs> shindig, uh, the night before that is going to be the guest referee for the Street Profits and the Usos. Mm -hmm. I, it, they're in Nashville, like yeah, of yeah. course. All right. uh, I did have someone comment on my uh, Twitter with a spot that I'm like, you know what? Wouldn't mind that. Be, you know, good little swerve for this. And that would be heel Jeff Jarrett robbing the street profits. Robbing the street profits. Of, of the match. And you get a guitar spot over the head, mm. you know, after Come the match on. or whatever yeah. it is. Come so, on. Come on. Come on. Do you see this suit? Oh, no, here? I didn't mean press that. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> just trying to move the mouse. <laughs> yeah. excited. Jeff Jarrett's wearing a cowboy suit. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is like the cockroach of, of, of carnies. He really yeah. is. After yeah. nuclear blast, is going to be cockroaches, rats, and Jeff Jarrett trying to sell them gold. Yeah. I, it is shocking. Shocking. Yeah. And he gets to fight in uh, Ric Flair's not last match. Yeah. Unless Ric Flair dies, in which case it'll be Ric Flair's mat last match. Right. The only way it's Ric Flair's last match is if he dies. That if he true. does not die, then there will be another match because this match is selling tickets. I will, you know, I will say I'm really glad that the match, the supposed final match uh, is a tag match. Just yeah. Because it's like, yes. oh God, I did not, like, I did not want to see that old man go the entire time. I don't want to see the old man go. Right. Period. You know, 60 minute Broadway. Yeah, I know. It's just like, <laughs> You oh, know that in his head he can still go 60 minutes, but we all know physically he is not capable of that yeah. anymore. We literally saw a picture on social media yesterday of this man tying his boots and he, Popped a blood vessel doing that. Yeah, he looked winded, doing up his boots. Yeah, and uh, that's 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 you know a little concerning. <laughs> to <but> be fair, <laughs> true. But uh, you know, I, God, they're gonna, they're gonna sell way more tickets than they should for this fucking match. Yeah, <laughs> apparently well, yeah. the. Clash of the Castles already sold 60,000 tickets, so people are excited to see WWE International show. back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, just like Saudi, just like any other international show, they never go over there. So when they do, especially with the pay-per-view, now that they're going over there with pay-per-view style events, I will never forget when they were like, we're going to go to Puerto Rico for New Year's Revolution. And like the first three matches, people tore their... Quads yep. or ACL or something yep. like that. Like Oof. we're never Christian, going back to Puerto Rico. Lita and I don't remember who else. Like all went down in the first three matches. That's when Triple H went down, right? Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yep. Oh, that was a hellish pay per view. Yeah, I was like, they're yep. never going back to Puerto yep. Rico. Yep. So now whenever they're like, we're gonna do a pay per view in another country, I'm <laughs> like, like, are you, you sure you want to do that? Sure. Sure. Well, then you had everyone get stuck in Saudi. That. Uh, Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. Glad, you know, you brought up Saudi, and I'm glad you did, because this is a WWE thing I can actually contribute on. The uh, biography series that a yes. is doing is back, and this week was Goldberg. And it was a fascinating episode to watch because the narrative for the entire episode, which you wouldn't think it would be this negative for a WWE biography, right. was uh, Goldberg had a giant rise to fame at the beginning of his career right. and then hurt Bret Hart. And then got booed out of Madison Square Garden with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And, they, and I was like, are they going to bring up Saudi Arabia? Because that seems to be what the narrative is for this hour of Goldberg yeah. <laughs> highlights. And they no, they ended it like when he uh, took the title off Kevin Owens or something. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. like six or seven I years ago. I saw an interview <laughs> Join us for the next episode where he almost kills Mark Calloway. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
I saw on I don't know what interview it was where he talked about the fiend. I uh, yeah, that's match. I was telling Amy when we were watching it. It feels like last week he was on a apology tour. Yeah. Because he did the interview about the fiend, which I'll let you I'll let you talk about in a minute. But then he also said that uh he regrets Injuring Bret Hart. Yeah. Which Bret Hart is never going to take up. I'm sorry. No, he regrets injuring Bret Hart. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Yeah, I would hope so. Even yeah. in that yeah, special. Dick. They interviewed Bret Hart and even in that <laughs> special. It took 20 like, years and you're like, yeah, I probably should feel bad about hurting <laughs> this other human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned The Fiend too. Of course, his Saudi Arabia match where he won the title off The Fiend. Right. And he said, I, w- I went over to Saudi Arabia planning to lose. I was told I was losing. And plans changed last minute. I got there. And I uh, was winning. He was so that was a last minute, which I've heard that before, not from him. Sure. So because I remember talking about that before, where I'm like, I don't know if that makes me feel any better about the situation, because I remember saying that. But hearing it from him, he's yeah, he was like, I, I went to Saudi Arabia planning to lose, and like you said, it felt like last felt minute. like an apology tour. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I promise, I didn't mean to hurt your I your favorite, destroy your favorite wrestler. Yeah. So, um. I, not to go off, you know, the mic. I know we're live on Twitch. Hi, Twitch. Oh, I can, hey, I, Twitch. Um, I can take you off mic right like that. There you go. I'm not on mic anymore. Oh, there you go. I got the wrong mic. There you go. Hey, hey. I'm like, you cut off me, you some bitch. <laughs> I don't know who's punching what. It is my birthday. <laughs> I need to label these buttons. I need to label these buttons. my birthday. Okay. Don't talk to me. I'm on my popcorn break. Uh, hit Thank the wrong you. button. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> we're falling apart. I wanted to say that uh, it says it's recording, but the time's not moving up. Uh-oh. That's fine. That's it's fine? on. It's okay. on Twitch. Like okay. we're broadcasting on Twitch, so I can pull the audio off. Of okay, Twitch cool. Because it says recording. If I hit the button, it says stop recording. But the timer's not moving. Hmm. Yeah, lots of pyro saying. Didn't Vince tear both his quads entering the ring? He certainly. Yeah, did. Royal, it's Royal Rumble two thousand five. Goddamn thing. It yep. really still is. The, and he's still he's trying to tell these giant ass men what to do yeah. while he's sitting on his ass in the corner of the ring, <laughs> yep. just furious. Yes. Oh, it's one of my favorite things ever. It is, it is really yeah, really it was funny. Fantastic. So that's what I got with WWE. That's, a, I guess, the WWE update. Riddle and Seth Rollins are having their match at SummerSlam. That match will steal the show. Those two, uh, yeah, not, yeah, not a fan of Riddle, but those those guys will yeah. will go at it good. Uh, theory, they're still pushing him. Yeah, who's he fighting at SummerSlam? He's got Bobby Lashley in the U.S. Uh, title match. But and then if, he's threatening money over, in the bank. They're really pushing this, him, uh, which they were pushing this before Money in the Bank since Brock and Roman is last man standing. They're really pushing. Yeah. Will there be a cash-in? Will there be a cash-in? Theory's saying, I'm going to leave SummerSlam's champion. So there will at least... This is going to be so weird. Yes. Did I only been least... Brock and fucking yeah. uh, uh, Roman Reigns Roman yeah. for so long, and then yeah. Theory. Yeah. So I, there, right. there will at least be an attempt, it sounds like, an attempted cash-in at SummerSlam of, at some point. Did I tell you guys last week, you know, I do the, the Super Universe every Saturday with Nate, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. who cashed in Money in the Bank a few weeks ago in Super Universe and won the title off Brock Lesnar? Uh, <laughs> Joe Gacy. Nice. <laughs> From NXT. All right. I drafted him to Raw because it's the land of the Giants and he's kind of a big boy. So, all right, cool. And then he won money in the bank. And we're like, we didn't see that coming. And like a week later, he cashed in and beat Brock Lesnar. Like, So, Joe Gacy is our Super Universe uh, champion. You can check yeah. it out over the One Fall Show uh, YouTube page. Uh-huh. Great plug. Damn. Yeah. Great plug. Yeah, I'm learning from you. That's how you do it. <laughs> Learn from the best, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's all I got with WWE, of course, just building to SummerSlam, which is a week from Saturday. All right. Well, let's wow. see. Yeah. I know. There's so much happening. Yeah. Yep. And then I, I still cannot get over that. 
both companies are doing pay-per-views consecutive days. In the same days. weekend. Labor yeah. Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's I pretty mean, wild. It had to happen eventually. Of but course. It's but the first time it is happening, right? I do remember like when... <sighs> When All In happened, and this was this is from like the Bucks, and I'd I'd have to find it on either like BTE or some interview podcast or whatever. But when they when the Bucks and Cody were planning All In, supposedly Vince, you know, because like they were doing it on Labor Day weekend, right? And like I guess you know before then Labor Day weekend was kind of like a dead weekend for pay per views. Yes, and Vince had like. I, I don't know if who he tried to reach out to, but he was just like, well, you know, why didn't they reach out to me for advice? I'd, I would have I would have given them advice on, on how to put together a show. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you really, you were, yeah. really. So you would have uh, taken that phone call and exactly and gladly helped out. Given us good call. advice. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like the Labor Day thing is definitely in response to AEW because that kind of became AEW's weekend. And whatever, competition is competition. Mm -hmm. You do you, boo-boo, and, you know, wrestling will be had. Ample wrestling will be had, which is great. So exciting. A little something for everybody. Yeah, and Saturday's show will be an afternoon show because of them being international. Right. I believe it's a 1 o'clock start, I remember right. Yes, the matinee. Yep, and then uh, AEW's their regular all out. Yeah. So it starts to do something in the middle of the night. Well, they are in the middle of the G1. So actually the G1 will be over with by then. Um, But like, yeah, the G1 started, you guys just, there's, there's so much wrestling. Oh my God. (laughs) You said AEW is going to do their normal thing. So they're going to start at like six or seven and then go until uh, next May. Fucking yeah. Something like that. (laughs) We'll be leaving Erica's house at like three o'clock in the morning. Actually, I just, I, I, I got some cots. And everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna snuggle. Uh, it's gonna, gonna be snuggle. great. <laughs> oh man! So speaking of AEW, let's talk about Fighter Fest Night One, which uh, may be my favorite night of wrestling in 2022 so far. Oh, good wow. God! Yes, that's please. a that's a Tell big yes. hot statement. Because my God, at, at the very least, it provided me with what I think is my match of the year. Um, it started with. Uh, a match that I was greatly entertained with, and that was Wardlow and Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. gave us the amazing chainsaw under the ring <laughs> from Chuck Taylor. <laughs> that was funny. That was so good. It, and even gave us Wardlow pulling Danhausen out from under the ring, which like, was also hilarious. Very he, funny. He went to curse him and then changed his mind. Just, you know what? I'll, I'll go. I'll We're go, good. I'll go to the back. We're good. good. We're good. good. I was really curious. I may have said it last week. I was really curious. How are you going to book? Wardlow versus Orange Cassidy without Wardlow coming off as like a huge bully right. and powerbombing it a million times. I think they did a great job. Yeah, I yeah. think they yeah. did the best. I, I'm still not, I don't like that they had that pairing yeah. right now, uh, at least right now, but they did it the best it was going to be. That was, yeah, no, because I again, was, I, you don't hate a, Wardlow for winning. It was a super entertaining match yep. the, when he like took the thing, those things down and deflects and then Orange Cassidy says, no, you put those yep. back up. You yep. put your singlet Boop. back on. Yeah. It's fine. See, I kind of like the idea of the best friends being his hype squad. <laughs> I, yeah, do I don't hate it. I don't hate it. hundred percent. Like if that sort of like, you know, if we see touch touchstone moment now, if, if eight months from now or two years from now, they do something. It's like, I, I, I won't come in and say, well, long-term storytelling. Like yeah. we need to see little drips, but yes. I it's just, yeah. This, I, know, this idea I don't want that, them to turn into like two Brandon Cutler's following orange Cassidy around. <laughs> yeah. 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 Four Brandon Cutlers <laughs> wearing tie dye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the tie dye touch. I don't yeah, know. There's fun. something about it. I'm just like, 
fits. It's just goofy. It, it fits. It adds, it adds to the Jefferson yes. airplane. Yes. You yes. know, oh my a little. God, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they debuted that when at Blood and yes, Guts. Yes, they did. We so, were so yep. hype. Mm-hmm. So hype. I think we might have been the most excited people in that probably in yes. that arena. Yes, probably. they even debuted the tie dye look that night too. They right? did. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got Claudio and uh, Jake Hager, which uh, probably surprisingly good. Despite yeah. Claudio, Jake yeah. Hager being a black hole. Yeah, Claudio <laughs> carrying Jake Hager into the best match of his AEW career. Yeah. I mean, yep. Oh yeah, uh, Amy's right. It Jefferson uh, Starship. I'm sorry, Jefferson yes. Starship. I know. Uh, I and it's it's not that I get them confused. Um, but it's just yeah. So long as you don't say, "Oh, that's a Starship song." No, it is not. We uh, built the city was a Starship song. <laughs> Get it right, whores. Uh, Moxley yeah. and Kinosuke. Yeah, they did good. Uh, that was Kinesuke, a good uh, Takeshita. Yes. Thank you. Uh, that was that was a fine match. Yeah. It was a yeah. good brawl. You know they are really building uh, Takeshita in, in in a fascinating way because I think he he might only he might be your age he might be the same age as you so he's not he's, that young anymore guys yeah, but, I'm actually closer to thirty than I am twenty. Well, but what she's saying is why are you not yeah a bigger? five star professional wrestler? Yeah, Clearly. way to go! You're letting us down. Fantastic. You're letting us down, man. No, but like he's like he's I mean, my a, five star days are behind me, but yeah. you are right <laughs> in your prime. Right there. Come on, right. Uh, but like he is like just. You know, uh, this young guy who can pretty much like kind of adapt to any style because yeah. I mean, he's gone against okay, so uh, what Mox he had that match with Kingston that was yep. amazing, yep. like they like his excursion. I don't know how long he's gonna be, you know, over here at the AEW because he, he's based out of uh, DDT, but like they are just making him yeah. look amazing, yeah, yeah. And it's and just, it's been, a, it's been a wonderful thing to watch to see like a star is born. Hopefully it has a better effect on DDT than it did on Impact Wrestling. Yeah. They were yeah. sharing you, you know, I don't know if it's a, an, an individual thing or a promotion thing, but when they put him in consecutive shows, by the way, Eddie Kingston was the Rampage before mm-hmm. and then Mox was Dynamite. Dynamite. It's like right there tells you, that booking right there tells you whether it's a him thing or or a promotion thing, they're doing someone a big favor. Yeah. So, and they see something, and he's and he hasn't disappointed. I yeah. would either. I would say the dead spot in Dynamite last week was probably Anna Jay and Serena Deeb, yeah. but I really kind of liked that match. It was, I mean, I thought I've it was seen, still a solid match. I've fine. seen some like every time I see Anna Jay have a really good match, I'm like, I I want to see more of her wrestling this good. She's yeah. really come a long way. In, in the small amount of time she's been with the company. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you know, the only way to improve is to give wrestlers their reps. And, and, get and at them, the same yeah. time, she's in the ring with Serena Deeb. So oh, if God, anyone's yeah. going to, you know, carry you to a good match, it's yeah. probably her. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't call it a dead spot. I think, you know, of course you're talking about fighter fest, which me personally, even though they call it fighter fest or whatever other special dynamite, I don't put any extra expectation on the show. I still treat it like a regular. No, not dynamite, usually. Right? Like I don't look at it like a pay per view or close to a pay per view. When they when they give us a blood and guts match, then I'm like, okay, that's gonna be a big card. Yeah. That's gonna be a big Wednesday. But, but when they do these like the fighter fest stuff or or the what is it? The it's grand not, well the grand like grand, grand slam. slam's a little different They're because a little of where different, it is. Yeah. 
Uh, but I think with Blood and Guts, though, like Blood and Guts card outside of the Blood and Guts match was a typical Dynamite. There was nothing crazy special. I don't think he was a lot of no, fun it was stuff a good, I'm liked. not saying it wasn't good. I'm saying yeah. there wasn't anything extra. Like, obviously, right. when you have a, a special show or a pay-per-view, you could tell they're booking it a right. little special. Blood and Guts outside of Blood and Guts was a regular Dynamite and then an hour of Blood and Guts. Fighter Fest, I, you know, when they put these titles on these Dynamites, I don't. I just don't put my expectations too high because it, it's just a regular Dynamite. That, I mean, that's how it should be treated, too. I don't think just because you, you know, I used to think that way when they used to do that with, uh, they never did it with SmackDown, but with Raw, right? They used to put, like, random you know, yeah. names on Raw, and it's just like, okay, cool. It's just Raw to me, though. Like, it's your same weekly show. If something extra happens and cool happens, great. But I'm not going to put any expectations like I do for a pay-per-view. Like, yeah, oh, unless it's going to be a big night. If like, you're if you're going to call it something special, even though it's the same weekly show that you're doing, and then deliver something special right. that I didn't expect, then I get right. it. Because the closest we got was uh, the main event, which was good. It was great. I love that they won. But like outside of that, to me, it was just a solid weekly show. Well, I mean, it's, it seems like it's just a, another opportunity to try to, quote-unquote, pop the rating. Yeah, sure. Um, which, I mean... Every company is, you know, guilty of. So, and and like, you can't, like, you know, you can't blame anyone for trying to, you know, once again, pop the rating. There's no other way to kind of phrase that. I'm sure there is. But, you know, we're just a bunch of fucking marks. So this is how we talk. Well, as I alluded to, uh, as far as I'm concerned, my match of the year, 2022, that triple threat tag team main event, the Bucks, Swerve in Our Glory, and uh, Starks and Hobbs. Yeah. So many moments. It was really put together well. Mm. Um, it had a great finish. Yeah. Uh, it actually, uh, there's one of the false finishes. Uh, Starks hits, I think, one of his moves, and he looks like he's crying when yes. he goes for the pinfall. And that leads you in that second to believe this is it. Yeah. This, oh my God, they're going to put the belt in it, and then yeah, it doesn't was, happen. There was that moment. And then there's like five more minutes, and then we get Keith Lee and Swerve. Yeah. That, you know, um, uh, Ricky Starks can he em- and I know I've mentioned this before, but he can emote yeah. so well, yes. and it just it 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 just puts another uh, takes things to another level whenever he's involved and, and the I way love, he sells. I love great. that his character is that he cannot help himself but to vogue out while it's, he's doing stuff, and I, it always bites him in the ass. I know, but he cannot help himself. It, yeah. But it's so it's, it's so great. fun. I yeah. love it's like it. Like Veer's tag team partner. Yes, <laughs> he's just got to keep dancing. He can't help himself. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I can't stand that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that like, it, it gen- I'm not going to turn this too deep into that, but that genuinely, like, it bothers me. Like, this isn't good. It's not. Fu- is it the dancing? To- yeah. Is yeah. It- if it's supposed to be funny, it's not. If yeah. you're supposed to like them, I don't. Dancing shaky. I don't, know- I don't know what you're trying to get out of me, but you're not getting it. So stop. And the New Day trying to hype it up. Right. I love them. Ain't doing it. So I'm not going to dive into that, but I hate, yeah, that's one most things I hate in wrestling right now. Stop. Dude. I don't, that guy's not good. Sorry. Yeah. I think all seven people and I count the referee in on this, all seven people came out of that ring looking better than they went in. Yeah. Like, cause even the ref, I love when Swerve got the pinfall and then knocks the referee over getting <laughs> off the yeah. guy. He's yeah. so excited. Yeah. I, uh, the last five minutes were so great. 
That yeah. finish was so great. Mm-hmm. I wanted, and I had a feeling, especially after the switch with the Hardys in the last tag title match, because the Bucks were not supposed to win. Right. Like, Bucks aren't winning this. This is a quick way to get the titles off them because this wasn't the plan, which is fine. I would have been happy with either of the, of the either other teams team. winning. Yeah, either team would have been in fantastic. In my brain, whoever wins this ended up being Keith and Swerve. Have a, a good run. Starks and Hobbs are taking the titles off them in the future. Yeah. That's how it should be. And it would have been vice versa in my brain if Starks and Hobbs would have won. Right I think now. you can immediately go into all out with just Starks and Hobbs versus Lee and yeah. I think both teams are may are are star caliber after that match. But you, and you're also talking that September, so you got over two months of a run for That's true. of Swerve and Keith Lee. You can yep. put the titles on Starks and Hobbs there, totally. yeah. or oh, hold it to November, or or even go further down the line. But having drawn out Starks and Hobbs so much flip them baby face and you know uh, maybe make it sure. a 2023 thing because i almost feel like they deserve a chance at a baby face run yeah, yeah. Well, because we've you've been on my tv enough that even though you're the villains i have affection for you yeah. because yep. of familiarity right and those are two guys who i think would elevate the company yeah they would, they would yeah you know they, they would do great work definitely yeah. the future of the company for that's sure. for sure and well and swerve and keith lee could actually play great heels Swerve oh, can be the mouthpiece. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Swerve is the mouthpiece, and yep. Keith is the muscle. That's a heel faction right there. And yeah, with all those guys, they can do either. I mean, yep. like yes. really, they're they're very very good. Yeah. Swerve and uh, and Keith Lee has been such a revelation. I you know when at first they put them together, I was like, mm, I don't I, know, man. You have these two great singles guys. Two Although great I have to say. Uh, you know, Swerve Scott has has worked as a faction leader essentially on the Indies a lot. So right. the idea right. of being part of more than just a solo guy makes sense. But it's just it's worked so well. Yeah. It's, um, and it had to feel so good for both of those guys. For a guy that uh, spent so long in Two Hundred Five Live where no one cared about him, and a guy that Creative had nothing for. Yeah. To you know, be the main event and well, put on that show, and, and he had to legitimately think he had something with Hit Row. Because he did. Oh, yeah. But, like, he had something was... special in Hit Row. And then they get called up to SmackDown on Fox. Yep. Yo, we got something here. And then they don't even make it on TV once. Yep. Twice, I should say. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. that's got to hurt because and they I, had something special. There. I agree with Amy because I actually had to I, I had her watch that match because I, I know she's... After we saw... After we were at Blood and Guts, she kind of saw Powerhouse Hop. She's like... I want to see more of that guy. That yeah. guy's kind of cool. Yeah. And after watching the match, he's like, I just want to see Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs go yeah. at it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see Big Meat Magic slap me. So, and not, you know, the last five minutes, so great. The finish, the results, so great. But I won't call it match of the year because I will say, I said out loud in the first however many minutes of the match, and I've said it before, I'm not a fan of the Young Bucks, too many gimmicky spots at the beginning. Oh, I, lo- I love Keith St- Lee Starks, tagging in and one of the Bucks going, nope. <laughs> Walking that, over to no, his corner and tagging talking, out. I'm talking about the actual spots, not those little comedic, that's funny. I'm talking about the actual, like, on the top rope kind of spots where I, in my brain, I'm like, Starks, Hobbs, Keith Lee, and Swerve are better than this. And I was kind of frustrated because I was looking forward to that. Sure. And then the last five minutes in the finish, I'm like, yes, this is the shit I wanted. Yeah. This is the stuff. So I won't go match of the year or match of the year candidate because of that. But that the last five it's minutes. It's so interesting to me how like, you're very top down because you uh, obviously everyone grows up with the WWE. Uh, not, that's not trying to cast shade, but because you, you adhere to that. So like you would hate the Indies. You would hate the Indies yes, where it's like probably. 300 people just having a great time. Including the wrestlers, everyone's having fun. 
No one's getting beaten by the boss or threatened with rape. Yeah, it's okay, just yeah. fun. Everyone's <laughs> <No>. happy. <laughs> Except for I'm Justin bringing... would be there. You'd just be like, what the fuck is this? I'm this is garbage. Up Boo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bringing up the bullshit in, like, in the back and, and at right. the top. I know that shit. Mm. I am talking about the product. And for me, it's, it's again, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to keep reiterating myself. You know, I'm not a fan of the Young Buck style. Yeah, I don't I'm understand. not a fan of that style. Fine. To me, t- tell me a story in the match, right? And to me, if, you know, it, it comes off as too non believable, then I start to check out because I look at, you know, wrestling on both sides. Because you're the world's youngest old. Let's just no. say it. Let's <laughs> no, throw that card out there. No. It's the world's youngest old. No, because the second you start to do anything to remind me this is fake, I, I start to check out a little bit. I want to start to feel like you believe what is happening here and you're trying to win and you're not just doing what the script or what you agreed to or whatever. Like it's a legit match and it's a legit fight and tell me that story in the fight that's what i want ufc exists for that yeah whatever i'm not yeah i'm not a ufc guy (laughs) but it's you know it's just one of those things the second they start to do something (laughs) that don king giving a a a pep talk to the two boxers i want you to to go in there and feel like it's a real match yeah well (laughs) but that's what it is but you still want me to take a dive right don yes tyson's gonna knock you out in four seconds but make it feel real (laughs) sell it sell it that's all i'm asking and once once i start and granted i'm not trying to say i don't want anyone to have fun or whatever i'm talking about oh, the sure. product itself no, and it's, it's, well it's it's and, the kind and, of thing that we we've said it many times in the show we all come to wrestling for something different yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you, you obviously yeah. come to wrestling for more of a make me believe it's a, a competitive yeah make me believe sport what of some sort make Whereas, me believe what you're trying to sell because i i and i think shawnee is probably in this camp too have definitely come to like make me show me a character that like i've never seen before that i'm really gonna smile about yeah no I want, that, show, don't me, give, show I me an orange cassidy it's Show me a Dan Housen. It's not about not smiling. It's about, you know, breaking that, you know, fourth wall of like doing the, you know, the shit that, you know, it's just goofy. The spots are yeah. just goofy, not between the characters, but between the people, right? Like, you know, Starks and, and one of the young bucks did that spot on the top rope because the, the people themselves thought that was just funny as fuck. And why not? Let's just do it. And that little, those little spots within the match where Keith, whoever the hell was holding them are literally just balancing them so they can get this spot off. And you could tell like, it's just, that's, I start to check out at that moment of the match. Cause it's like, all right, well, you guys are just, ha- let me know when you're back to tell me the story of this match. And that's why the last five minutes it's like, boom, I'm in because they're fucking going at it yep. and they're trying to win this match. Cause that's what this is supposed to be. There are titles on the line try to win this match and you know instead of just trying to be you know funny you know goofy it would be really interesting if we had a third option that was like a shoot style very very minimal comedy yeah you know where where it was series you know like we get the you know blood sport there are there are those events out there but like I don't know what Bloodsport does other than the weekend of yeah they don't do WrestleMania like a right show. like I don't right. know what they're you know like if there was a because I, I I do there there is a thrilling nature to a good shoot style yeah uh, matches and I think if you had a whole promotion without Yano <laughs> I was just gonna say New Japan like, is largely uh, well because I'm saying shoot style also right, contributes yeah, yeah, yeah. to leading you to to think Japanese but yeah the the, the Japanese um, style. The strong style, shoot style, 
uh, everything that isn't Yano. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very compelling and a lot of fun. Where where it, it it feels very serious. I totally get what you mean. And those are usually the best matches. And, and, and the thing is, too, you mentioned the indies, but no, I'm not an indies guy. I never was. But it's one of those things where you know they were just doing their shows and when you go to something like that that's what you expect because there is no consistent show where you're following you know a character's whatever right. like they're just doing shit doing matches to put on a fun show for that one night Fair. and I'll go back to the point when AEW signed up to be a weekly TV show you signed up to tell me a story and they do for the most part, they do. But those those moments when they decide within that story, they kind of say, fuck the story. We just want to do something goofy in the middle of the match because you know we want to be funny or we want to have fun or whatever. Yeah. I start to check out the story that you're trying to tell me weekly. I and you know that's kind of where I'm at. Speaking of goofy stuff, I did appreciate John Silver calling the House of Black uh, spooky perverts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, there's, and, and there's ways to be goofy within the storyline, too. You know I what need, I mean? I need that as a drop. Yeah. Uh, BT-Dub, just going back to Yano really quick. Um, Yano faced Kenta in the G1. I think it might have been uh, uh, Yano's opening match. Uh, Yano's bit during the G1, and pretty much his shtick all along he he will hide uh, rolls of athletic tape on his person, and then you know he'll lure somebody out of the ring, and then he'll tape them to like <laughs> like a barricade, and, and then you know so he'll they run. can't get yeah, to count. exactly. So once it hits the count of twenty, yep. and Yano's back in the ring, Yano wins. You would hate Yano. <laughs> oh my god! But the, uh, the thing is, is there's way to be ways to be goofy within the match and within the story. Yeah, right. Like that kind of thing. It's a funny way to try to win. It's right, it, but like it. It's definitely a I would have to see it, I guess. You would no, have no, to but see, yeah, I, the characters that are playing the clown. Yano very much playing the clown. Yeah. Very right. much. You know, our truth plays the clown. Play, yeah, like, yes. you know, and, and um, there's ways to be goofy, funny, stupid within the storyline, whether it's within a promo or within a match. But, you know, for the most part, the, like the young bucks are, are playing these, you know, one of the top heels in this top faction, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously Ricky Starks and Hobbs have the same vibe and whatever. And for those guys in the middle of the match to say, and again, granted they're having fun, good for them, but in the middle of, of, of a main event title match to say, hey, we're just do this goofy spot because, you know, we want it, whatever. And, and it, it's, it, a, I, it's a Ricky Starks spot. So yeah. it's just like one of the Bucks saying, yeah, I can do that too. And like I said earlier, I, it really hammered home watching that match that, I love that Ricky Stark's character is he cannot help himself no matter how many times it bites him in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Ricky Stark's too. But yeah, no, I, I, for me, like I said, once you kind of check out on the story of the match, I check out. And anyway, once you check back in, I'll check back in. Anyway, Yano beat Kenta because they were out of the ring. And, uh, well, first of all, uh, the he was, yeah, Yano was patted down, but then, like, you know, he hit him very closely but then kenta like did a pat down and he like took out like just rolls of athletic tape <laughs> and then uh, uh he low uh you know low blowed kenta kenta oh. and and then quickly ran back to the ring and kenta couldn't get there in time and, oh, no. and then the, the the japanese crowd oh, <laughs> oh he did it again oh he did it again he got him again it's just oh it's such it's such that good fun bugs oh, that bunny. cameraman was just abused by kenta after the match when oh he it was sport. it was it was ugly but i, uh, I hate anyone who has to ask kenta questions after that tanahashi <laughs> took a loss to aaron hanare do you know who, who aaron no hanare? i do not know aaron well Harare. aaron hanare um is the, the new rebranding of toa hanare who is kind of like he, he was just kind of a very low you know just low card 
guy uh, would often do a lot of his matches with uh, like the Young Lions. Okay. Uh, but then he was rebranded as Aaron Hanare, and he's now part of the Will Ospreay faction. And yeah, he he beat Tanahashi, oh. uh, which was fascinating. Uh, just because once again, you know, things happen in the G One, and it's, ooh, it's just. Oh, oh, it's tasty. Oh, I love it. And then, oh, wait, Zack Sabre Jr. faced, why am I blanking on this? But it was a goddamn outstanding match. Oh, my God. There, there's just, there's too much wrestling. And I don't have <laughs> enough bandwidth. Zack Sabre Jr. is one of those guys that had he have come to NXT, I would have been over the moon. I would have been doing just cartwheels. I would have been so right. excited. Yeah. And they would have just wasted him. Well, he would have been, he would have been great in NXT, <laughs> but as soon as he got you know yeah, sent yeah. up to the main roster, he would have been just totally obliterated. Uh, and because he's you know even though he's put on some bulk, he's still he's not a he's not a big guy. No, he's, he's not a heavyweight, and, and he never would be. But man, talk, like shoot style. Oh, oh, oh he actually, and Daniel Bryan like, would have yeah. been so good. That match oh, has to happen. It, that well, it's match gonna, has it's to gonna happen. happen, and it'll be great. And just I I know I mentioned before that. Uh, Zach Saber Jr. has a voice like a flute, and it's 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 surprising. Uh, but like his some of his promos, I, I saw like a super cut of like promos of people just bashing Will Ospreay, and like hit. I, I think Zack Saber Jr. and Will Ospreay are, are actually good friends. They're you know both British guys, but at, at one point, like the the promo cut off with the, "You want to know what Will Ospreay's number is? One eight hundred dickhead." And if I cackled straight up, just <laughs> just screaming, like not even laughing anymore. But I think I think you really like Zack Saber Jr. That's He's funny. a bitch. Yeah, I, I love it. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. there are a lot of people. If we could get like a. A nice New Japan like Sunday night pay per view seven to eleven. Oh, there would be a lot of stuff that he would love, and all of America would love if we can just figure out how to make well, it happen. I feel yeah. like to. Well, I mean, going back to not all of America. Uh, I'm American wrestling fans, which is which is like one, which is about a third of a percent of all of America. Uh, I really uh, underestimated this professional wrestling. Get them dump truck. The the great thing though, like, I reckon I get a dump over here. There, there you is. go. Uh, well, I feel like Forbidden Door might be happening again. Yeah. And, oh yeah. You know, they didn't they didn't roll out all of the New Japan talent. So hopefully this means like we'll get like a crazy Lij Bullet Club standoff yeah. um, or or something where like. We have to have Tetsuya Naito come to um, America to do something, some crazy, because he, oh, he's a wily son of a gun, too, or he's just, he's just like, you could, even just the way he walks and looks, he just, he's just this dry, sarcastic asshole, but he's great at it. I yes. love him. I, Takahashi, I, Takahashi's doing a no-holds-barred match with Warhorse in, yes. in California and L.A. I was like, oh, that's gonna be tickets great. are $40. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. <laughs> it's like if it wasn't four thousand dollars to get across the country. Right. That's forty dollars. Pretty good deal. Uh, Takahashi is a guy who has like a ton of flair. Like uh, Takahashi, what outfit he's going to wear is always very key. But he's also he's so good at wrestling. He broke his own neck. <laughs> he was like, I want to see how many times I can flip before breaking my own neck. Seven times. I can flip in the air seven times and then land on my head. Well, well, that time when he was when he the last time he was out for a significant amount of time, 
that's when he broke his neck at, um, oh, God, it was a show in San Francisco. This was, gosh, this was pre-AEW. And, like, I mean, it's 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 a miracle that, like, he, he could have died. Yes. Like, it like and it was just a, a, a suplex gone terribly awry. Uh, but he, oh, God, he's just a weirdo. That is one area of New him. Japan that makes everyone uncomfortable. In yeah. The United, in the United States wrestling fans, yeah. they push them. Two different guys have nearly killed themselves in the ring. Yeah. By doing moves that were ju- you just didn't need, like yeah. it was just not necessary. Like, yep. no, no, don't do that extra flip. Right. Don't land on your head. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. It's, and- it's like watching Jeff do the swantons and, and, yeah. and Matt Cody. Hardy's like, oh, he knows he's doing it on purpose. Well, how about don't? Because he's a <laughs> fucking fifty-year-old alcoholic. <laughs> don't, don't, don't fuck around. <laughs> how about I think titled up. How about, how about don't? don't? <laughs> Well, uh, Rampage had a couple of matches. None of them as exciting, I, I thought, as uh, as Dynamite. But we we yeah. can talk about them. Private Party fought the Lu- the Lucha Brothers. It was yeah. okay. They, they're solid. really they're it was fine. Solid. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, the, I hate how they're booking Rampage. Though. I really the do. the Dark Order fought the Spooky Perverts and, yeah. and got beat up. Um, yeah. We got to see Chris Statlander and Athena in a tag match, which was cool. Yeah. Um, and then they they had the Ring of Honor World Title where Jonathan Gresham turned heel. I do yeah. I do like uh, you know them featuring Ring of, Ring of Honor consistently on Rampage. Outside of that, I hate how they book Rampage because it's really starting to feel like a Sunday Night Heat back in the day. Yeah, yeah they could just go ahead and brand that show. Ring yeah, of Honor. yeah, right. <laughs> like you know, what I mean? just make maybe, it Ring of Honor Rampage. Maybe develop <laughs> because like yeah, the time slot doesn't work. The yeah, the yeah, fact that right. it's pre-recorded doesn't really work. No. I, I don't need that extra hour at a live I show. Really I, I guess yeah. maybe some people just absolutely love it. There's I, already way I'd too be much very curious to see a poll that. right of eight, <laughs> like how many AEW fans are like. I'm tired. I would have liked to have gone home an hour earlier versus yeah. how many are like, oh. screw you, oldie. Let's uh, yeah. me as many hours <laughs> as I can you know, afford to buy. Uh, put, put the pot on. We got, yeah. we got another hour of rats. But yeah, that Friday show, yeah, I'm, it yeah. just doesn't work. It and, just it needed, to, and this is exactly what we said when they debuted a year ago now. What, two weeks a year? Yeah, um, wow. And that is... It can't it, be dark. It needed to be a, a third hour <laughs> of... of Dynamite. Yeah. That's exactly what it needed to be. Yeah. And that's what it was at first. Yeah. Because they had really solid matches. Remember they had Omega and oh, I think they I think they still have solid matches on Rampage. They have this good de- matches. De- de- like, but the star power is wild. Like no. if you look yeah. at the all the names you mentioned for Dynamite and then the names you mentioned for for Rampage, you're like, oh, these are like the trying to break throughs. Right. right. Is that your Friday slowly, night marquee? Well, and that's yeah. it. Like and keep in mind they had Christian and Kenny. Go mm-hmm. on, yeah, yeah. on Rampage yeah. for the title, right? Like, they started it as a third hour of Dynamite where right. you're getting a star power in action. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston's, you know, big promo that yeah. everyone loved happened on Rampage. CM Punk pr- debuted on, on Rampage. Rampage. Yep. Like, that is so, and now we're just like, you know what, fuck it. Let's, you know, Ring of Honor's great. Love that they put Ring of Honor, but you know what? Private party hasn't done anything. Let's put down. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what it's turning into. And it's like you have dark. You have like you have way too many YouTube shows to do that on. This needs to be a third hour of dynamite. That's how it needs to feel. They need to get a better a better balance for sure. Yeah. Now the spooky Absolutely. perverts. It sounds like is a like that's a like if you're not going to have them on Wednesdays, putting yeah. them on, on Fridays Friday. is the I way agree. to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I feel kind of bad for the dark order because it's like, is there really a 
athletes for the Dark well, Order, are then, they? No. And it, As but, Nate said, the Dark Order is a fucking jobber faction. It, it, is. Like, oh, it unfortunately man, is. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. So was the uh, Hardy family office. Yeah. You know, but, like, but, but they broke that up quietly. Butcher and Blade look cool, but they're jobbers. Sorry, yeah. guys. And that's and it's another thing with Rampage, and we've talked about this before, too. Put your main event last. <laughs> you're trying well, they know to they're keep... coming out they know they're coming on right after smackdown so that doesn't matter we gotta you're come out of the gate swinging okay for the live crowd you're trying to keep people there till the end of the night right like yeah. go, go back to blood and guts we watched you know we stayed but talking about this too we're fucking crazy the stadium they watched royal rampage yeah most people left yeah right. watch the young bucks most of the rest that were there left yeah. and poor uh tony storm and nyla rose had Almost nobody in the arena. Yeah, I know that. Like, that was unfortunate. Flip that. Yeah. Young Buck should have kicked off the show. Tony, like, that Royal Rampage should have went last. Like, yeah. you want to stay because you want to see this shit. Right? Christian and Kenny back then, even though it was great that they put it on Rampage, they kicked off the show. Why I, is that not going last? That makes no sense. To me. Well, it's I think another, decision, yeah. another thing that's kind of, you know, standing in their way, too, and I think, I think you and I talked about this while we were at the venue, is just the fact that it's taped. It's yeah. taped. They yeah. got if, if if when it's live, it's significantly better. I don't know what type of professional bandwidth they have in order to make that happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You would it, have to tape dark and then do rampage live, right? Well, I there, feel like uh, there needs to be some sort of because you can't just like book the Little Caesars Arena for an hour of wrestling. <laughs> Right. Well, there has to be something to do with it because I think a thing that you and I talked about is yeah. like, all oh, right, you have you have uh, you know I think like dark elevation usually uh, leads into the live rampage, not rampage, sorry, dynamite. the live dynamite, and then once dynamite goes goes off the air, you have the dark match. People go home. Friday, you have maybe like an ROH taping. Yeah. Lead into the live rampage. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think Rampage needs to be live. Well, I I think no show in wrestling should be pre-recorded, uh, specifically for the fact that social media exists, right? So yeah. if we know that Rampage was taped on Wednesday, if something notable happened, we would hear about it. Yes. If we didn't hear about it, eh, Rampage not really happened on Rampage. I might check it out, but that clearly being, I didn't miss anything. That 100%. being said, I think it's it's honestly it's kind of charming when Tony Khan is like, you know, please don't please don't tweet out the Rampage results it's like, over the next two days. Thanks. Like, yeah, okay, you got me. Yeah. And the fact that a majority of the people that go to the show is like, yeah, all right, Tony. Yeah, you, I got yeah. you. You're not going to convince thousands and thousands of people not no, there's to always going to be some especially jerk. if something crazy happens, right? Though, right? Like if I, I'm if, surprised they didn't use that. What's the the center that they did a lot of the when they were first coming back live in uh, Jacksonville? Oh, uh, yeah, Daly's, Daly's. Place. Daly's place. Yeah, do like do, do do two months of like eight in a row Daly's place Friday night shows and just see if people keep showing up. You like you don't have to fill twenty thousand, but man, like the 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 um. Uh, performance center was so good. Those little yep. five hundred yeah. thousand people crowd yep. was so thrilling to they watch. Do. And those fans, it's a different environment. Yeah, that's a lot of fun because you're dealing with fans who are there to see you literally every week, right? Yeah, they're repeat. so it's like you have a yeah. very specific sort of demands that that crowd is making versus 
you know, visiting Detroit for the first time or right. visiting Chicago for the 87th time. <laughs> well, oh no, Chicago would be just like Daly's Place. But whatever. You know what I'm saying. Right. Um, no, I, I would be interested to see that uh, where you can do that. Like he did that one thing where he's like, we're going to do a live show at Daly's Place. We're never going to televise it. I'm like, okay, that's interesting, but I'm not sure. I mean, I guess it's a, a minor reward for the Daly's Place fans, right? Yeah, but how about... Right. Giving them a weekly show and seeing if they show up. Seeing so if, if they, you put on good matches, then I know I will definitely know how much it's going to cost me to fly to Jacksonville to see <laughs> right. to stay for a weekend, right? Yeah. Because if you're if you're you're telling your story, right? Like you're you're still going with what's happening. Yes. You're not just putting on random, you know, private yeah, party. Yeah, matches. and then you get to do like your little one of your hour internet shows and then you get an hour of rampage where it's like whoever is what whoever the marquee guys and you got a thousand of them the marquee players who weren't on dynamite that week you know you'll get to see a daily's place they've been taping uh dark since 2021 since august 2021 at universal studios orlando oh at, well, at one of their some, sound stages we see something uh, i don't right. know was it the other one but it's it's the kind of, yeah <laughs> it's it, it's it's the kind of thing. It's also, also also a, a hot tip uh for anybody that doesn't watch dark or dark elevation uh julia hart wrestles on elevation this week and dan Housen is on dark ah. All right. so, something worth seeing i've been watching julia hart the last two weeks on uh elevation i really like her her new spooky persona in the ring she's doing a great job well, you are the king of spooky bullshit. I she is doing a great job. You are a spooky, spooky bullshit. pervert. I am a spooky <laughs> pervert. So this weekend, Fighter Fest, we're getting. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the shark cage match. The sh yeah, barbed wire everywhere. <laughs> Chris wire Jericho versus everywhere. Eddie Kingston with <laughs> Painmaker Appreciation Society for in the shark cage. Uh, Wheeler Yuta is gonna face and John Moxley are gonna face Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'll see if there's That'll a chainsaw a involved in that match. <laughs> uh, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus are going to face the Varsity Blondes. I think we know how that's going to go. Yep. Uh, Brody King is going to murder Darby Allen. Cool. Oh, okay. man. He, Darby's going to get hurt. He is. And uh, Jade Cargill and the Baddies are going to face Athena, Chris Statlander, and Will and Nightingale in a... Oh, three I love three Willow Nightingale. What she a is fun. what a delightful baby face she is. She's just so she's just so cute and bubbly, and it's just like, oh, how can you not love her? Yeah. So that's what we got to look forward to tomorrow night. Okay. For uh, the second night of right Fighter on. Fest. Also, before we uh, started up there, I think we briefly talked about it before we uh, started the show. Uh, the news is that there's no return date for Kenny Omega, but they really want to shoot for something so that we can use him at uh, All Out. That'd be, I mean, I, hooray. And they're, and they're hopefully looking to do Omega and the Bucks in some kind of uh, trios match. Yeah, if you can get that, and if you can get Punk healthy and do Punk and Mox on the same night. Punk I mean, and the, the Combat Club? No, the, like for the world title. Oh, yeah. The interim versus the Yeah, champion. that would be good. Fuck that. The world title. <laughs> Mox is not the interim champion. He's the world champion. Okay. okay. Hey, Sean. You want to do a uh, interim PPV pod this weekend? Oh, oh, that's oh, you guys are so mean. Oh, you oh, that's so mean. That's he doesn't have he doesn't have any gear. Ah, oh, that's that is cold blooded. We could just make a show and just you know, like just take JV, the graphic PPV off this. Is one, like, just, just put in term just get rid of one little space or put uh, a little fucking underscore in there and start releasing you, episodes you guys write it down a piece I'm Jay Dean I'm talking about wrestling you uh, that, <laughs> is, that is that is like great that is, end the show that is, that is great you guys are where the hell can we find you guys y'all are being grade A cunts right now I swear Whoa. welcome to the PPV pod oh I'm throwing, I threw a 
pen at you. Wow. It was it was a it was a it was a lob. I went, uh so if they want the actual official uh, experience, Holy Justin, shit. where can people find you on you Twitter? That. Uh, <laughs> at PPV underscore pod. I'm still staying active on social media until we are back to recording episodes. Again, the uh, the shoot is for, uh, for all Labor out Day weekend. In, uh, Clash at the Castle. Yep, that is the game plan. And hopefully nothing gets in the way of that. Take two, I'm fixing uh, the podcasting laptop. I'm looking Take forward to it. Unlike Google Chuck, Google. I do actually listen to every episode Shawnee of the does. Pod. So <laughs> I will allow his attack on me. Chuck, be yeah. better. <laughs> you got it. Uh, Erica, where can people find you online? Uh, folks can find, well, at, you know, you can you can Google my ass, but uh, if you feel like going fully out of Google your it. way, is it Google my ass? Is that what caused you to, did I did I almost cause you water to Google squirt? me, daddy ass! <laughs> Are you okay? Are you checking Google here? Erica's apparently famous ass. God, I wish. Oh, yeah, right here on Google. I, man, I wish I had that type of uh, algorithm uh, moxie. Are you child. kidding? I'm afraid to see my Facebook ads today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Google me or Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. Uh, Shawnee, where can people find you online? Hello, everybody. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Shawnee.com so you can find me on Twitter at one fall show. I have a dog and some cats. You sure and do. And I like taking pictures of them. Hell yeah. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, you can check out the One Fall Show Super Universe, uh, WWE 2K19, uh, heavily modded version where we've redrafted the rosters, have our own uh, characters in there. It's me, it's Will Cherry, and it is uh, Nate Bender every... Apparently, uh, John Wayne Gacy, the champion of the... John Wayne Gacy, the Christ. raw heavyweight champions. And uh, Friday's the home of spooky bullshit and, on SmackDown and Super Universe, as I've drafted them. Uh, you can find it on the One Fall Show YouTube page, or you can join us on Saturday afternoons around 4 o'clock over at Nate's Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Checkpoint Radio. Nope, Limit Break Radio. God damn it. <laughs> wow. Damn it. At least you didn't say Checkpoint XP this time. Oh. Yeah, nope, Limit oh, Break Radio. Oh. Limit oh, we're Break great. Up. Oh, just great. Radio. You can, watch us. Oh. You can watch us do this <laughs> garbage on Tuesday uh, evenings over at my Twitch, Twitch.tv. fucking sucks. <laughs> Shut up. We're beautiful. This is great. We're amazing. Take us home, Shotty. <laughs> Have fun, everybody. One fall show housing. Don't fall in the hole. From Sean Housing. Spay and neuter your pets. Yes, Macomb County. Induced <laughs> podcast of some sort. Like, Dan Housing is coming to this show. Who is it? Spay and neuter him. Who is Knocked on Dan Housing's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast. Dan Housing does not know this. This <laughs> Anyways, love that Dan Housing, who knows? Fine fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Dan Housing in promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housing. Yes. Pause feels like it's a million years. <laughs> it feels like it gets longer every week. It really does.